Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the July Nurtured Heart Approach podcast. I'm Catherine Stafford here in Washington State and I'm very happy to be back this month for the July podcast. I'm a licensed clinical social worker in private practice and I'm also a Nurtured Heart Approach advanced trainer, counselor and author. I'm delighted to be joining my friend Howard Glasser who is joining us today from Laguna Beach, California, I believe. Howard is the creator of the Nurtured Heart Approach and he is chairman of the Children's Success Foundation. Good morning, Howie. Good morning, Catherine. How are you? I have to tell you I'm laughing because the trash man is pulling up and my dog's growling to the door and I have work in here, so I'm fantastic. You have contractors all over the place. I have contractors everywhere, but I'm so happy to be on this call and I'm just blessing peace into my uh, next hour. Yeah, so I feel blessed you? too. And I'm in a I'm in a out, I'm in in the home of a of a family member out in near the beach and I'm looking over the ocean and it's glorious here but I'm 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 not on my phone and I'm and you know um scrambling as you are but we're going to make I nailed this, it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to I was going to nailed it cause I had a question here how my my question for you is I bet you're sitting someplace overlooking the beach and it's quiet and it's serene and peaceful and that's right. It, yes, yes. There's nobody here at the moment, and it's serene and peaceful. Yes, it's so true. I, go chaos, I am, I am a lucky over. guy. <laughs> okay, I want to take a quick minute to thank listeners who are joining us live and those listening later to the archive broadcast. We really appreciate your investment of your time, and we hope that this show inspires you. Um, our topic today is Nurture Heart Approach and PBIS. And I'm really looking forward to this topic, Howie. I have to say, you know, I work with kids who are falling apart at school. I don't work in schools. And I know PBIS is kind of what you hear about now out there. So I'm looking forward to the discussion. I'm looking forward to the wisdom of our three amazing guests. Um, I and if am you don't as have well, anything you want to add? Yeah, I, I had the uh, uh, incredible uh, fortune to, good fortune to be speaking at uh, two conferences last year. Um, with um, the great George Sagai, who is the mm. one of the authors of PBIS and w- one of the promoters of it, and um, I got to talk to him on both occasions uh, before he began his presentation, and on one occasion, mm. maybe on both occasions, I got to attend his his um, talk, and and it was really very interesting for me to hear him say so clearly that PBIS is a framework mm-hmm. and it needs interventions. And mm-hmm. I did bring to his attention that Nurtured Heart Approach is being used um, in many places, New York, Albuquerque, Champaign, and many, many other places in concert with PBIS. So we have three people with us today who are experts at that. And, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited to hear their experience, of, you know, boots on the ground, making mm-hmm. that work and what they encounter. You, yeah, I, I'm so glad that you had that chance to make that connection with George. And I have to tell you, Howie, this morning you sound so calm and focused. You must be very <laughs> relaxed in Laguna Beach. I've had three or four of the best <laughs> night's sleeps I've had in there ages. You go. So, uh, there you there go. So there must be something to it. Every I thought sleep was overrated, but maybe not. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to go ahead and introduce our first our guest so we can get started with them. 
Our first guest is Bud Weiss, and I love reading these um, bios because I learn things about people I didn't know. Bud is a clinical social worker. He's a Nurture Heart advanced trainer. He has over 50 years' experience working with children and families. He's been the director and chief administrator for a program for the developmentally challenged. He's been chief pediatric social worker in a New York hospital. He's worked as a social worker in New York City schools for over 25 years, dealing with our most difficult and challenging children. Over the past seven years, Bud has served as a consultant teaching Nurture Heart Approach in public schools and private schools, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. He's married, he has two adult children, and he lives in New York with his wife of 38 years. Good morning, Bud. Good morning. That's a mouthful. Yeah, that certainly is. Uh, What's not in there is that I was also very much involved with PBIS. I was uh, the internal coach for a major Title I school in Brooklyn uh, with over 800 students and a full program uh, for autistic children on the autism spectrum. Uh, And I'm not only that, but I originated the program there uh, by putting together the theme for the school. So I was totally invested in PBIS uh, at the time that was from about 19, I mean, from 2005 through 2009. Wow. And so I have a lot of experience about it. Perfect. We're going to draw upon that after we introduce the other guests. Okay. Let me get Celeste and Tammy. So Celeste, Celeste, Elsie, this is her second time on our podcast. Thank you for joining us again. Celeste is a special education specialist. She's a certified advanced trainer in Roseville, California. She trains parents, educators, therapists, social workers, and students in Nurture Heart Approach. She coordinates the Greatness Kids program, which utilizes the approach with academic peer mentors. She teaches an intervention class for students struggling with anxiety and depression related to school. Um, She uses a foundation to create effective and appropriate positive IEP meetings, and she and her husband, Joe, practice the approach with their three adult sons and new grandson. Good morning, Celeste. Good morning. Thank you. Thanks for coming back again. We're glad to have you. Mm-hmm. Our last guest is Tammy Holton Arnold, who is a school counselor and advanced trainer of the Nurture Heart Approach. Um, she teaches Nurture Heart parenting classes, educator classes, provided a guidepost of ninth grade transition program that she co-implemented as a high school counselor. Um, she's been implementing and teaching the approach since 2009, and Tammy lives in Verona, Wisconsin, with her husband Tom and their son Morty. Thank you for joining us, Tammy. Good morning. Good morning. Thank Good you morning. for having me. Hi, Good Howard. morning, Tammy. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. This is going to be a lot of information, I think, Howie, this morning in a short amount of time. So thank you all for joining us. You guys bring such a wealth of firsthand experience to kind of infusing Nurture Heart approach into PBIS. Um, I've spent the morning kind of Googling it, learning about it. And so I guess for those people who don't really know what PBIS is, if somebody could give kind of a succinct summary of, you know, how do we simplify it so people understand what it's about? <laughs> That's a mouthful. I um, know. To think being the request. So uh, who, who wants to take on succinct? Uh, I, I think I can do that. Um, so PBIS was begun as a pretty much straightforward behavioral program uh, wanting to introduce a positive slant. That's what the PBIS is, positive behavioral okay. intervention and support in the school. That's what PBIS stands for. And they used, uh, they were doing, using statistics uh, to verify their results using a program called SWISS, 
which unfortunately is almost entirely negatively based. That is to say, the reports that are made are made on the basis of, of negative incidents. And when you see negative incidents go down, then you're showing that there is a change in the set of the school, and so that's what the results you're looking for. Um, so generally speaking, that's what it is, positive mm -hmm. approach to behavior with children, letting them know when they're doing something that's correct, setting up rules, and verifying those, and then verifying the progress of the school on the basis of Swiss reports, which involve mm. both uh, mostly reports uh, showing less negative reports, better attendance, uh, things of that nature. It's a very sophisticated uh, thank, reporting system. Thank you, Bud. That's really beautiful. I really appreciate that, and, and it's got that interesting twist to it, doesn't it, that it, it, it has a a pull, a magnetism towards what's wrong or, or reporting of what's wrong. Thank you. Yes. Now, that, that Where did you want to go? No, hold on, bud. Where did you want to yeah. go with this, Catherine? You were on Well, I track. guess I was just thinking, you know, if all, if all three of you have been in PBIS schools or schools where PBIS is in place and you're nurtured heart trained, where did you find the, the inconsistencies? Where did you, where, what did you do with that? Because they do come from a different slant. Celeste, how about you? Aren't you? Wasn't your school PBIS first? Yes. You know, I've been a member of our PBIS team at Cooley Middle School in Roseville for, I believe, we just finished our fourth year. And the thing that PBIS offered our site was a school-wide program. And I think that PBIS works great for schools that have nothing in place or for teachers that really struggle with including positive recognition in their day. Um, so I think that it has many strengths. You know, the data is collected. It offers tiers of support. It teaches you how to have an intervention team. And with all that said, the Nurtured Heart is such a gift to PBIS because the Nurtured Heart has a focus on relationships. It's about me having a positive relationship with kids 100% of the time, not just when I'm recognizing them for following a rule. Mm-hmm. So I think that the Nurtured Heart can work wonderfully with PBIS, and I know at first it was a little bit scary for me. I wasn't sure how to navigate it, but um, mm -hmm. the great thing about the Nurtured Heart is I don't need a ticket or a card or reward for a kid. I just need my words. Hmm. Right. Tammy, how about you? What's your experience with that? Um, very similar. So I work, I'm working with teachers, also principals in my school district, and one school in particular that is a PBIS school, the principal is very interested in how the Nurtured Heart Approach can uh, enhance the PBIS structure. So what part of their structure is they have what they call acknowledgments, which might be a classroom re reward for achieving a goal or a school reward. And the, the acknowledgments are positive, PBIS, but what he's finding is the Nurtured Heart Approach can help the teachers to build the relationships. The Nurtured Heart Approach is the moment to moment mm -hmm. to get you to and to get the kids to the acknowledgments. The acknowledgments are pretty spaced apart where the, the moment to moment and the building of the relationships is where Nurtured Heart Approach can help. Mm -hmm. I guess, I guess what I'm confused about or, or curious about is it seems like they're tied to external motivators. You get a ticket, you get a reward, you get a prize, you get is – that, is that fair to say? Well, I think it's deeper than that. Okay. The, the idea behind it is that it supports teachers or the adults in forming a positive relationship by giving that positive recognition to the kids. 
Mm-hmm. And then what nurtured heart can do without those rewards is you're teaching the kids about their own greatness, which builds their inner wealth. So it's not just a matter of getting kids to behave in the moment when you're handing them a reward. It's the nurtured heart teaches kids how to behave from within. Is the positive recognition, um, and maybe, Bud, you could address this, uh, is the positive recognition from PBIS um, the standard fair, thank you, good job, is that, is even if it's more than that, is is that what teachers sort of fall into the um, Uh, the, the norm? Yes, they do. And, And one of the problems with that is, that as you give a reward, you're, you're in the beginning, you're, you give out a lot of uh, uh, gotchas, they call them, G-O-T-C-H-A, and you make mm-hmm. gotchas based on the theme of the school. Our school had the theme of the lion, and so they gave out paws, little, little tabs that were paws, and kids collected them. When you got enough, you go to the, the uh, school store, and you can trade those in for prizes. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. that works okay for, for a lot of kids. They enjoy that. But for the kids who are the one who run the school, that's less than five <laughs> The high rollers. It doesn't do diddly squat. And, mm-hmm. uh, right. and we, had, we had the best school in the city in terms of the results from PBIS, and we still had that 5% who were in trouble. And, in fact, mm. the PBIS system, until you have an 80% mm-hmm. buy-in from your staff, you don't move on to the next stage. You continue to do whatever you did in the past. So okay. when you give a reward, when you give the, the gotchas, you're supposed to say what it's for. You're not just right. supposed to say good job. You're supposed to say, for example, you are standing in line properly and keep using your inside voice. So you are supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. However, it deteriorates right. very rapidly, and people just basically right. give it out, and there's very little energy that goes towards the children or the class right or even the school, around that positive reward. And they, this, this is very, that's this is limited. Good. This is really good, uh, and I want to hear from, so I want to make a comment, and then I'd like other people to comment on this, is, is, is um, that's very uh, clear to me, but and, and I, could, I could absolutely imagine how, um, you know, that's, that's the case um, where, where uh, teachers kind of uh, slide. And until you see the beauty of talking to a child on a soul level mm-hmm. and, 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 and really deeply uh, affirming them and, and the beauty of deep, being deeply appreciative, then, then the, the superficial stuff, even, even you know, the slightly enhanced superficial stuff that's more than thank you, good job, you know, not that people don't care when they say thank you or uh, that you were, you were in line on time just the way you were asked. That's a nice thing to say, but it doesn't necessarily, like Bud is, is alluding to, is carry the energy of recognition and appreciation right. or celebration. So I'd like to hear people comment on, on um, kind of, how this plays out in the trenches. You know, I have a comment, and but I'm so glad you brought up energy. What I've noticed is that when I am handing what we call at Cooley Middle School a snakeskin to a kid, and mm-hmm. I'm, I say, here you go, thank you for following the rule, you were walking in the quad today, I really appreciate it. The kid listens to me but takes that in as, oh, I got a ticket, I got a mm-hmm. snakeskin. When I take the time to energize a student 
for walking in the quad, and then I tell them about what that says about them, like they are a rule follower, they're well-behaved, they have self-control, they're right. cooperative, and I go on and on. I see a change in that child as they understand that they possess those qualities of greatness. They lean into me. They sit up taller. They, I have them. Right. It's different. Mm. The response from the I, I kids get, is different. I can uh, almost absolutely. see, and I want to keep going with other with everybody else. But I want to say I can almost see as you're saying that that the difference between one kid you're making eye contact and the other kid they're almost looking at this piece of paper in their hand. That's mm-hmm. uh, as you're talking to them. So I, I, that was just a side. I'd like to hear from. I'd like to keep going. I think it's Tammy? worth mentioning. Sure, thank you. I think it's worth mentioning that it's not an either or. That that um, PBIS does uh, sort of sets the table, just as kind of nurtured heart approach sets the table for PBIS. I think PBIS sets mm-hmm. the table for nurtured heart approach, because mm-hmm. once you start saying to teachers. Uh, this is our building-wide expectation. These are the behavior expectations for students, but these are also the behavior expectations for teachers. At our school, we don't yell at kids. We don't shame kids. We don't guilt kids. This is how, these are the things that you handle in the room. These are the things that you handle uh, in the office. So when you, when all that structure is in place and teachers have been, um, acclimated to that sort of uh, thinking, I think it um, takes it, it makes it just a little bit easier for them to wrap their head around how the nurtured heart approach mm-hmm. is to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. Um, if I had my brothers and I was going to introduce one program to a school, a new program to the school, there's no question in my mind that I'd start with nurtured heart and the things that support nurtured heart. But if you've got a structure that's already there, the size of PBIS, uh, then I think you, you're absolutely right. You've got a structure that's already set up there. Now you're going to enhance it with what's really going to make a big difference in the long run. The difficulty mm-hmm. in that process is what you just mentioned, that there's so much attachment to getting tickets, to getting the gotchas uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of kids that you already set something up that's a problem uh, by doing that. But you can get around it uh, by really pushing towards what a nurtured heart brings in in terms of that relationship. And sadly, at the time that I was involved, they were quite resistant to moving towards the whole concept of the relationship. They were much more involved in wanting to continue with the system, which is a good system set up school-wide. It needs desperately to include the relationship aspect as the major mm-hmm. piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I um, would like to share my principal, my superintendent, who I enthusiastically emailed last summer, has given me a lot of opportunities to educate our principals and staff about the nurtured heart approach over the last calendar year. And one of the aha moments that the central office had was that if PBIS becomes mandated by the state of Wisconsin, which it may, they really see that as the time to, they really see if our district is going forward with PBIS that we would not do it without the nurtured heart approach at the same time, that those two together are the most powerful combination. Mm -hmm. Have you had success uh, on the, um, you know, in that vein of relationship, Tammy, in terms of conveying the importance of 
how teachers um, interact with kids uh, while they're delivering curriculum? Yes. How's that gone? Uh, it's been it's been amazing. Um, the teachers have um, we have had transformation of tr- tra- diff- uh, historically difficult students. It's just it's 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 exactly what the nurtured heart approach promises. Is exactly what we talk about at the trainings. Um, my teachers that I'm working with are working with children who are um, have a history of being difficult, low academic performance, and uh, and they're cranking up the nurtured heart approach and those students are doing better. And then those teachers are talking to their colleagues and it's growing. More teachers want, teachers want that. They want more success. And the other thing, Howard, that people are telling me is um, after I've been coaching teachers for a few months, they come to me and they say, you know, it's really weird. I'm so much happier. Mm -hmm. I'm happier at home. I'm happier in my job. And so it's just been such Mm. a blast. And, mm. and they're taking it and using it in their relationships outside of school. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I am excited to hear that. And I'm very excited to hear your superintendent is seeing a bigger picture. I think I'm Bud going said, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say really quickly, I'm going to propose to him that he and I uh, put in a proposal for a presentation at the Global Summit. I hope he'll accept my nice. Oh, I would love that. We would love that. Please mm-hmm. do. It's been a great collaboration. He's been phenomenal. So, and Bud was saying, um, Bud was saying the same thing, and I know this to be true. I, I've seen, I've seen leaders step up and really uh, say, this is, this is what we must do, and and here's how we're going to look at hiring, and here's how we're going to you know, go forward, and I've seen leaders uh, be be very um, very passive in in their um, you know uptake on anything, and 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 it makes all the difference in the world. I know Bud was commenting on that earlier. I'd love to hear from all of you on that about the leadership piece, and I'd love to hear in concert with your successes too. Mm-hmm. I know Celeste has had a very great relationship with one leader in particular. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that, um, like Bud mentioned before we were on live, that, you know, it's so important to have administrators involved. And sometimes that's a challenge. I've been very fortunate um, to have an administrator that just was kind of born nurtured heart. <laughs> so it was easy. But I think that um, a struggle happens when an administrator hires people like us to come in and teach nurtured heart to their schools, whether they're PBIS or not, yet the administrator isn't really seeing the approach with their staff. Absolutely. Yeah, so that can be tricky. And I have learned kind of the hard way that I just am fearless and I say, listen, I want to be honest with you. And I just spill it. And when I say those words to administrators, they listen. If I try to beat around the bush, I'm out of luck. But I, I, they're paying me, so I'm honest, mm-hmm. and I've had success with that. I, I totally agree. Um, I'll give you a contrast between the school that, as I said, we did the with PBIS for I was involved with it for four years, and there was a change in the culture of the school 
um, for sure there was a change that took place. Now, I contrast that, and, but there wasn't a, a really significant change in those kids who were the most difficult. Um, mm-hmm. They continued to be a significant energy drain on the school, and as you, you, I mentioned before, in the PBIS system, at least when I was doing it, you don't really do anything. You don't establish a treatment team, so to speak, until you have an 80% buy-in by the staff um, which you should have within two years. Now, uh, co- contrasting that to a school, another school that I've, I've been a consultant to, which uh, 800 students, Title I school, uh, same area of, of, of New York, um, and I spent maybe 60 hours with that school, with the staff, and, and it was under difficult circumstances because this year they had all kinds of new rubrics they had to deal with. So I didn't really have the concentrated time that I'd want to, and yet, with that 60 hours of time that I spent in, in, in working with the staff, coming into classrooms, uh, speaking with parents, all of that, the, the administrators came to me at the end of the year and they said, you know, we have seen such a change in the entire culture of this school, which, by the way, was already a specialized school in terms of a specific approach, which I don't want to go into, but it's another nationally recognized approach, they called mm-hmm. me in because it wasn't working. And in one year's time, they noticed a tremendous change in the culture. Not all the teachers were, were into it, but the change in the mm-hmm. culture was palpable. And the mm-hmm. kids who they were in the most trouble with, they had a way of dealing with those kids. They didn't need a specialized team anymore. They knew what to do. Individual teachers knew what to do and how to work with um, That must have felt extraordinary to you to mm-hmm. hear that and to see that. It was. Congratulations. I, I was I was kind of surprised because I felt like I didn't have the chance to do the whole nine yards, but I did what I did, and it had that kind of impact. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have think, a question for you. you know, go my, ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, um, Catherine, I want your question. Can I just make a comment yeah, on the way of to your course. question? Um, the the um, I always felt that because Nurtured Heart came out of the um, you know the uh, birthing in relation to difficult kids, and 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 was honed on the heels of the most difficult kids. That uh, by design, it it um, <clears throat> that even when it wasn't implemented fully, you know, like on a scale of ten, I you know the you know like uh, like. Some schools I know have had extraordinary results, and I, I and I could look back and say, God, the coaching process is so much better now. We really have an incredible coaching process now, and and that we didn't have a year or two ago. And mm-hmm. and um, and I maybe those teachers back then made it to a level of five on a scale of ten, and they still had great results. And I think it's because. Um, it, it, the, the approach is more powerful by design, whereas something like like these ordinary approaches, which where you could seep back to negativity so easily, you could seep back to thank mm-hmm. you and good job so easily, to lesser versions of positive, that um, and where you don't get the energy piece, where that's not an essential underbelly of the thinking. Uh, I always felt like with the normal approaches, you could be an eight or a nine and still not necessarily get the results you would at a level of five by nurtured mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Catherine, what was your question? Howie, that was a beautiful segue to my question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was. <laughs> we worked so well think- together. I know. What I was thinking about was my notion that with intense kids, what we know is that incentives and consequences aren't going to get them where they need to go. Neither one of those strategies work. And it seems to me, and, and this may be my naive, naivete with this PBIS approach, is top-tier kids, aren't they getting greater behavioral intervention, greater stricter consequences, isn't that kind of where they land? And then what do you do to help support the admin to understand that's not going to be what's going to support these kids off that track of negativity? How do you get them to understand that? Those top-tier kids where the regular stuff doesn't work, the tokens don't work. Well, I'd like to say something to that um, because I – uh, despite the fact that Howie, you created this stuff back, what's it, what is it, about 15 years now or more, isn't it? How many, it's, how more many? Than, it's, it's a little more than um, 20, I think, now. Yeah, right, right exactly. Um, but sadly, because it, it is still just in the process of building for people to be recognizing. But you can take a school like Yale University and Dr. Kadzin's work. Kadzin is saying the same thing, and this is Yale University, but he's not saying it anywhere near in the amount of detail that there is in PBIS, um, excuse me, in, in Nurtured Heart. But he's, that's a support. He's basically saying the same thing. And many others are saying the same thing. You cannot operate out of control, on a control basis mm-hmm. with children who are in big trouble. It does right. not work. Right. Mm. And, you know, well, I always say that if I'm really having a struggle getting that point across, I'll say, listen, if punishments and consequences worked, we wouldn't have so many people in prison. And when I say that, people get it. That kind of stops people in their tracks. But what mm, I find is I find people really stuck. Secondly, we have this hierarchy. This is our district policy. You know, I don't care if the child's eight and has neurodevelopmental challenges, but because she's had so many infractions now, this is the process that we have to go to, you know, whatever. It's, it's ludicrous. Right. It is kind of check your brain at the door mentality. And how do, you, how do you buck that? How do you help people understand and I guess it's just nurturing, nurturing, example after example, but it really is frustrating. Now, something that clicks into place for a lot of people, because most teachers that I've worked with are oriented towards control. Um, that's where they are. Even when they're rewarding and caring, the, the orientation is towards control. And, so, and, and punishment, really, if you're really off base. When we get around to a reset, and really going into and practicing and doing some of the resets where you value the child when they follow any aspect of your direction, the teachers, Mm -hmm. and we role play it, the teachers start to get it because they've never done that before. It's like Mm -hmm. punishment, when the punishment is over, timeout, whatever you want to, okay, so then the timeout is over, but as we all know, the most powerful moment is that moment when they come back in and where you right. can really just pour it on. And, and, mm-hmm. and Diane Ghost's stuff about recovery, it's all the same thing that you highlighted so powerfully, Howard, in that what happens after the reset when they come back in. That's where the power is, and teachers start to get that, and that likes them. Right, and, everything, and the interesting thing is everything after the reset is everything before the next reset. So yeah. it's, 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 <laughs> and, 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 and it's so true. I mean, it's, it's like here's, here's whatever flow in this child's life is next. And, and it's not just 
it's not just it, it's the moments after and i love that you use the word valuing that's such an important word to me because that to me is the true essence of what we're conveying to kids is we value them mm-hmm. and and then uh you get excited about how that feels like you just said and and then all of a sudden you want to do that more to me that's that's where we change uh teachers lives like Tammy was referring to that's where yeah, we I'll, I'll, yeah i'll um, give you a dramatic yeah. example of that uh i was okay. giving a talk to the, uh, a group of uh, administrators and teachers at a school uh and uh, because it was after school they had their most difficult kids sitting in the class in the room because they didn't know what else to do with them somebody had to monitor them so they were sitting mm-hmm. there and they thought well they they asked me would that be okay i said of course it will so they came in, and, of course, I took advantage of the, of the honeymoon moment <laughs> that there is. Oh, how beautiful. And I just complimented them up a storm about how mature they were acting. You know, here we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. And the whole place. And then one kid started to do something, and I said, I need you to, to, to cool it just for a moment here. And as soon as he responded, I said, how did you do that? And everybody went, what? 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 Well, how did you suddenly start, kind of reset yourself and pull yourself together when I hardly said anything? What a magnificent mm. example that is of somebody who is able mm-hmm. to pull themselves back together. Well, oh, the whole room beautiful. got it. The whole room mm-hmm. got it. So if you have an opportunity to have these good right. little kids in on a talk, bring them in. Absolutely. Oh, I always, I always wanted kids in my sessions. Always, I just loved that opportunity. And and um, the tougher, the better. Mm-hmm. That's that's beautiful. That's a beautiful example, but. Um, hey, you guys, what, I, I don't know how we're doing on time, but I just want to, I would love to hear, like, what you see in, you know, um, what's on your, like, vision list, what you see as successes. I don't know if that dovetails with what you're thinking, Catherine. You, yeah. you steer the ship, Catherine. We have about 11 minutes, so that's kind of our guiding timeline. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is there, um, did anybody have anything that they really wanted to talk about and share success stories because those are so powerful? You know, I just want to mention, um, you know, at Cooley Middle School, we did have, of course, that group of the heavy-hitting kids, the kids that were mm-hmm. always being suspended, always sitting in the office, always being kicked. And I had the fortunate opportunity to allow um, the beginning of this intervention class. I call it the Greatness Kids Intervention um, and it's part of our during-the-day intervention where kids get support in math and language arts if needed. And I was able to try this idea out of teaching these kids how to use the approach on themselves while I was managing them and their behavior using the approach. Mm-hmm. And like Bud said, it's with those toughest kids, you know, and miracles occurred. Some of these kids have never, ever in their lives been recognized for anything they've done well. Right. So, um, you know, if you can have a chance to get to these kids and point out their greatness and teach them how to reset themselves and how to really be able to lower the rope, it's such a gift. And then I've even trained kids on how to use the nurtured heart approach on their challenging teachers. (laughs) And on their parents. Yeah, really? and their parents. And so, you know, I'm working... Give us, one, give us a one-minute thumbnail on that. Well, um, one that comes to mind, I have this little gal that was just this beautiful little eighth grader, but she was heck on wheels, looking for a fight, fearless <laughs> in her misbehavior, just, you know, ready to go. 
and she um, told the teacher something uh, very inappropriate one day, and I had heard about it. So at my next class, when she was leaving, I said, hey, I heard you said this to so-and-so. And she looked at me like she was going to be in trouble. I said, I'm so glad that you didn't punch him in the face. <laughs> and the other kids are like, they always look at me like she's lost her mind, but right. they get it. And so I then I it. said to the student, so you didn't punch that teacher in the face, and now it's your turn to take every opportunity to point out what you see that teacher doing well. Like you've got to take a shift, use your anger, and turn mm -hmm. it into pointing out the greatness in that teacher. And this girl took it on, and it was just incredible. And the teachers don't realize what they're doing most of the time. But it, it, it gives the kids power in a positive way. Mm -hmm. They have so much intensity. It teaches the kids how to use their power in a positive what way. What an interesting mm – -hmm. I never uh, heard this before. Um, I think you're on to something, uh, an element of your next iteration of Greatness Kids – that's mm -hmm. very, very powerful. I could just see the beauty of how that empowered her and how she mm -hmm. took it on, how that matched her aggressive nature. I mm -hmm. just love that. That's beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm. You see it happening without her telling some of the other kids in the classroom when they start doing it to each other and to the teacher, but to take a kid who's in trouble and to, and to have them challenge, be challenged to do that with their teachers what a magnificent move! Absolutely, mm -hmm. that is just mm -hmm. inspiring. And to, inspiring. And to stand and to stand toe to toe with her and thank her for not punching her in the face <laughs> after she told the teacher where to go. I'm sure that's what she told her. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It's, I love that story, Celeste. When I was Googling this morning, one of the complaints I saw about PBIS is someone had said, PBIS pays no attention to the why kids behave the way they do. And I don't mean that in the why did you hit the teacher, but why in the terms of kids need a relationship, kids need to feel successful, kids need mm. to feel like they have some sense of control and choice. And you gave that girl all of those things by how you handled that, quote, challenging behavior. Yep. Skillfully, beautifully done. Yeah. I'd like to add one piece that's sort of come to me over and over again about what it is that we're doing, that the kids who are in trouble are very much alone. They mm -hmm. are isolated in their own world. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so when we link up with them, suddenly there's this bridge between them and the rest of the world through us. And mm -hmm. it's huge. I, don't, I mean, I remember as a kid myself, I kept on thinking like you did, Howie, what was going on for me? And I just felt like I didn't want to be with anybody. I didn't trust anybody. I, didn't be, I felt totally alone. And then suddenly there was a time when somebody linked with me. So mm -hmm. I think that's a big piece of what we do point. is to make that bridge for kids mm -hmm. who are really alone. And the only way they know how to get together is aggressively to go after and be right. negative. Mm -hmm. Right. God, that's such a great point, bud. I mean, the kids in my Greatness Kids intervention class, learned quickly that they had struggles that they shared with other kids, and they didn't know that. One of the things that I started last year was a greatness group for teachers, and we did it over lunch hour, and we would get together, and I would start the um, – I always just started with, tell us about your greatness, and we would go around in each person, and, of course, as it goes, some people would struggle and other people would help them. 
and it would sometimes it would tease out problems and we would come up with some nurtured heart solution nurtured heart approach uh, potential solutions for those problems but I, I wanted to bring that up now because I think that teacher, teachers are also isolated and we have uh, for a long time told teachers to make good relationships with their students, but we haven't really told them what, a, what kind of a relationship we have in mind. So it, sometimes teachers fall into the trap of thinking that this is a two-way street relationship and they become disappointed and disenfranchised when the students don't hold up their, bar, their end of what they feel like the teacher feels like a good relationship is. So in those greatness groups, they get that community, and we also get to sort of talk about what is a teacher-student relationship, and, and, and it gives them a forum to um, rejuvenate and recharge so that they can go back out. And I've been calling it an edupeutic relationship, so a therapeutic <laughs> relationship is all about the client, but the edupeutic relationship is really all about the student and helping them to reframe oh, how they see their relationships with the student. Oh, that's wow. another really great point. Oh, I love the it. Relationship, I love it. The relationship with each other, the teachers, is vital. PBIS stresses that, too. You're supposed to be giving gotchas to teachers and compliments to them but it falls by the wayside because it seems rinky-dink because they don't get the notion of how vital that sense mm. of relationship is and that sense of aloneness. So that's beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah, it is, Tammy, and Bud. Uh, I mean, that's the word I didn't use before is fall by the wayside. You're, you, you, there's, no, there's no doubt that, like, when the dust settles, that that if you have a an approach that just doesn't have teeth to it, that doesn't inspire you in some core way, it's going to fall by the wayside. Well, and the beauty of so the nurtured heart approach is it works for all kids, not just right. 80%, not just the right. toughest 5%, all, 100%. Yeah, I love that it yeah. cuts across the tears. Uh, that's an interesting thing, tears being T-I-E-R-S, but it cuts across <laughs> the tears of, of, of what the 8% of what the 20% do to the 100% uh, of the teachers. <laughs> they, they make them want to quit. Uh, Celeste, you're moving into a, a really incredible new position, and I know we're running out of time, but I'd love to know if you're going to uh, be encountering this in any way or if you have any I absolutely am. I am. I'm going to be working in the Placer County Office of Education Alternative School Settings kids in the juvenile hall program and in mm. the community schools. And um, they are PBIS. And when I was giving my inter my, uh, doing my interview slash presentation, they asked me about using Nurtured Heart and Greatness Kids Intervention with PBIS already in place. So, yes, I will be facing this, and I'm not worried at all because they really fit together mm. beautifully. Mm. What an exciting new opportunity for you, Celeste. Oh, Perfect job for you. Yeah, I'm wow. Bud, do you have, Thank you. Bud, do you have a vision? Thanks, Celeste. I, I'm rejoicing knowing you're going to help mm -hmm. so many people uh, and families. I know you bring this to families, too. And, mm -hmm. Bud, do you have a vision of how you're going to change the world in the next uh, few years? <laughs> I'm going to take them all to Laguna Beach. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mother lives out there for, to the age of 101, so I figure it's good oh, for her. Wow. I'm just going to press forward with my my sense of, of the excitement that I have about this work and relating to people uh, and uh -huh. playing with people. You know, just having such a wonderful time playing with folks in the school, 
and acknowledging them for what they're where they are and what they're doing and bringing them forward. Um, New York, you know, I'm just at it. I want to convert New York City into to a nurtured heart, uh, and that's one of my life goal is to have that happen. So, mm-hmm. um, nurtured heart, New York. Your heart. Nurtured heart, New York. Nurtured heart, New York. Is the big apple. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Wow. How about you, uh, Tammy? Tammy, any? Yeah. I'm going to continue to work with my school district and collaborate with my superintendent and the many administrators who have called on me to work with their staff in my district, which is really exciting, grow that work. I um, told them last year at a presentation that my goal, and I said I know that this is just about as likely as Michael Jordan being an NBA all-star right after he was cut from his um, sophomore basketball team, I know that this goal mm-hmm. is just as likely as that to happen, but I'm not letting that slow me down. My goal is that my district will adopt the Nurtured Heart approach as the official behavior management approach, which we all awesome. know is, it's much more than that. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of buy-in along the way. And I, I, mm-hmm. I want to just insert, because I hope that you might be able to run with this with a future podcast, is that comment that this is that this works for all kids, I think that is one of the reasons that the nurtured heart approach is a culturally competent approach. And I'm really trying to use the PBIS data, which in our district and many districts across the country points out that children of color are perform at much lower levels and have much higher incidence of behavior and, and office referrals. But when teachers use the nurtured heart approach with all students, those mm-hmm. students do better. So it's it's a really great tool um, to 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 reach all kids, even when um, the teachers of and the students uh, come from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Thank I you so it. much. But you guys, we do have to wrap up for time. I'm not sure if we're recording or not anymore, but we're going to just carry on. And so, <laughs> thank you so much, all of you, for coming on the show and for your fire and your passion, your fearlessness in what you're doing. I I so appreciate your work. Um, I need to say our next broadcast is going to be August 22nd. Our guests are going to be Nancy Kling, Dima Stout, and Mickey O'Brien, and they're all going to be talking about Nurtured Heart Approach and Autism Spectrum Disorders, which, of course, is exciting for me. Um, if listeners haven't signed up for podcast reminders, they can go to childrensuccessfoundation.com and register today. Also checking out the Children's Success Foundation website for latest news and upcoming foundation courses. So thank you all so much. Um, continue doing what you're doing so brilliantly well. And thank you for your time today. I am in awe. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your brilliance. Here's to all all our greatnesses. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. All right, you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Any stories shared in this broadcast are amalgams of experiences based on the use of the mystical approach and are not based on any particular person, child, or adult. 